0: Welcome back to the Urban Lore Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Castanos. Walking in the woods. For a good many of us, this is the perfect blood pressure-lowering, stress-relieving thing to do. Get out in nature. Get some fresh air. Maybe an opportunity to see some wildlife. For others... It's as terrifying as the idea of walking down an alley in a big city at 3 o'clock in the morning. And I'm going to say that the the reasons are actually very similar. For those of us that are comfortable in nature, it's likely so because perhaps we were raised around it or we've educated ourselves about it. And the fear of the unknown is significantly lesser. Maybe for those that grew up in big cities, uh, they certainly would know which alleys to walk down and which not, although I would assume you don't really walk down any of them. But certainly, probably, they're more accustomed to the sounds and noises and problems that a big city could offer. You put the city person out in the country, and they're going to potentially be afraid of all the creaks and groans and noises that a forest can make, in that same way that our country lover would be terrified at the rattles and honks and creaks that a big city might make. Our story today is about the hide behind. It's one third child legend. It's one third, perhaps interdimensional being and one third cryptid. It is familiar in American lore. Our good friend Harold LeBrun Vaughn has written about the hide-behind. Once again, for the second time in, I think, the third episode, the tall tale of Texas, Pecos Bill, even went in search of a hide-behind to put in a zoo. So what is a hide-behind? The stories vary dramatically, as is so often the case with this kind of thing, but it actually originates or seems to be most common in logging country, particularly in the upper Midwest. Think Wisconsin, Minnesota, parts of Michigan. It's described a number of ways, but the kind of atypical description is a upright walking, uh, fairly tall, you know, five, ten to six foot tall, hairy being. And before you go Bigfoot on me, understand there are some striking differences. Number one, they say that it has long fur over both the back of its head and the front. So no one really knows what a face looks like. If you're old enough, think of uh, a taller version of Cousin It from the old Adams Family TV show. It has fairly short forearms, but they do end in bear-like claws, and they hunt humans. But their uncanny ability, as the name suggests, is to hide behind things. So lumberjacks out alone in the backwoods in Wisconsin would hear a crack or a noise or a tree limb, and they would turn around and they would catch just the Quickest glimpse of something duck its head behind a large tree. And it would stalk that lumberjack all night till it either caught him. Or perhaps that same lumberjack started a huge bonfire. Which allegedly is pretty much the only thing that will keep the hide behind away. Other stories. And I'm going to refer to a YouTube video that I highly recommend as a short horror film. It's actually... Very well done, but it kind of leans into the idea that is put out there by some people that the hide behind is an interdimensional being able to hide behind small twigs and trees that it could not humanly possibly be able to hide behind at its size. And then when you see it on one side, you turn around and you see it on another does that represent that there are many of them or that one can simply move into a portal and pop up behind a tree somewhere else, somewhere unsuspecting, somewhere where you least want it to be? The little film I'm talking about leans on that story. And again, I'll put a link in the show notes. It's really a good little uh, good little video. Give it a thumbs up if you watch it. The third part of this is more of a childlike fear of What's in the closet or what's under the bed or in this case, what's hiding behind the trees, you know, brings to mind the the scare factory and monsters, Inc. Um, How many times maybe even as an older adult that you don't want to admit to that you have kind of creeped yourself out and you've opened the closet door or maybe you close the closet door just to make sure whatever is in there stays there as if. A beast that is intent on your doom can't twist a doorknob or pull the sheets over your, off of your head as you covered your eyes. You know there's a high likelihood that this is something that plays off of our fear of the unknown, off of our fear of the things that we cannot see, that we allude to or imagine are behind us. But if you have encountered the hide behind, or you believe that they exist, then it's not a figment of your imagination at all, is it? And maybe there really is a reason to be scared when you walk through the woods. Have you ever encountered a hide behind? If you have, we'd of course love to hear about it. You can write us, or email rather, at urbanlorepodcast, all one word, urbanlorepodcast at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Twitter and interact with us that way at UrbanLorePod. For the Urban Lore Podcast, I'm Tom Castanos.